That go that go fightings though. <laughs> go fight. Oh, Jack from Delco. It's the best. Welcome back. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's awful. The midday show, Sports Radio ninety four WIP. All right, a lot to get into. I'm going to debunk a Schwarber myth coming up in a little bit because there's one floating around out there that I think is silly. Jolly's going to join the show. Yes, Paul Jolovitz going to join the show. He took exception yesterday to my uh, they should Eagles should give Kelsey a deadline take. Garbage! Yeah, that's what he thought. So Jolly <laughs> joins us at 12.30 today. Of course, it is a try day. Hugh and I looking for a movie to watch this week. It's some good ones so far, including uh, an oldie but a goodie, Fletch, was just uh, suggested to us. I haven't seen Fletch in quite some time. Yeah, and it doesn't always have to be like old movies. It could be like current movies. Sure. Or movies that are still in the, in the movie theater. Something new that just gonna kind of came out on streaming, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking about going to the movies, but there's one problem. I don't like going to the movies by myself. Man. How come? Because I just feel like I'm a lame. Like you know, when you go to the movies, it, it's like like a like a date kind of get to know somebody type deal. But you, you know what I mean? But you watch movies at home alone. Yeah, but it's different because I, you know, it's your home. But actually, when you go out, you want to share a, a bucket of popcorn with somebody and. Potentially maybe go out to dinner after. So to be fair to you, I, I've never actually gone to the movies by myself. But I, I don't have anything against it. I just have never done it. Because you ain't never done it before. Because you don't feel lame. Like, I would feel like a loser. I don't it's think elite. I, I don't think it's a big deal. It's the like, First of all, I'm not going to the movies to socialize with somebody. I'm going there to watch a movie. Well, so like, I'm not even speaking to the person next to me if I'm there. Well, like, it's just kind of there it's for just, their presence. You know what I mean? It's just like... It, 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 I guess because I'm in that you know that 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 rare area where you know ain't got a whole lot going on <laughs> like you know in that area so it just feels well it, some of us just don't just care what weird. others think of 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 you now I some do are care a little sensitive like, about now it, that yeah. I do care about because I just feel like somebody would be like damn dog you couldn't get somebody to come to me. all right let me ask you this <laughs> would you rather and I'm not talking about like a quick bite to eat would you rather go to dinner by yourself at a night not a like a, again, not a quick food place. Would you mm-hmm. rather go to dinner? Like say but, if say one of the nice little uh, steaks. Yeah, steak places yeah, you, around, you got the one. You, you get what I'm saying. So like a nicer restaurant. Would you rather go to dinner by yourself or the movies by yourself? I'd rather go to the movies by myself than go to a nice restaurant alone. Yeah, I, if between the two, I'd rather go to the to the movies because at least the lights are out. You, yeah, no one's but talking dinner, anyway. Yeah, if you go to dinner by yourself, you're like, boy, this guy's really a loser. <laughs> Like, yeah, like everyone's got to eat, but you just you get takeout or you go to like a fast. See, place. it all depends though. If you're sitting at a, a booth by yourself, then you really look bad. The bar is different. The bar, yeah. If you're sitting at the bar, it's something totally different. Yeah, that that is different. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We opened today with the Darius Slay comments uh, yesterday. Can we hear Slay again? This is Slay with Stephen Nelson on the Corner Suite podcast. It sounds like Darius Slay. And, and Nelson, who did play here for a year, thinks maybe we're a little too hard on athletes around here. Hey, bro, I learned quick. I said, oh, yeah, I got to get out of here. It's not good for my mental health. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, hey, I'm stressed out. I'll, I'll stress you out, boy. I'm stressed out. I'm talking about because I ain't going to lie. These probably the only fans that ever got to me before. They That's just, what I'm saying. Just, they, I'm, not, I'm not used to that, It's not going to be just somebody new all the time. It's yeah. going to be the same one. Yes. And he go ch- and he go hit yeah. you about 30 times. They're going to sit in the back. Of your the bitch, I know, and they on your ass every but, play. But big dog, he's I, terrible. What the f- is he doing? You gotta hear that every play, even if you make a good play. I used to be like, it got to a point where like, and I don't get twisted. I ain't, I'm not no scrub by any means. Okay, but like yeah, I just hard on myself. Yeah. yeah. So like it got to a point where like I'm playing for I'm playing against the fans type. Yeah. I ain't even yeah. focused. <laughs> I have a third down stop. I'm talking. To the, the fans. I'm, I'm coming outside talking, not even the opposing team. Ain't it? Y'all didn't talk about Every time. But it's a sad thing for, for you to get taken out of your game that quickly. Like, I like I can remember everything else that I that I used to do in the huddle. I used to be in the huddle 
with Hollis looking in the stands at the women in the stands. I remember that. And, and I'd be like, yo, Hollis, you see someone? And he would look at me like, what the hell's wrong? I, I never got, like, I don't ever recall. I know they did because we were bad, like I said, my first year. But I don't, I don't ever recall hearing a fan specifically boo me like that to the point where it took me out of out of what was going on during the course of the game. Like I, I don't, I don't. Recall well, you could that. you compartmentalized it. You, you, you were able to focus. I, I, obviously, some guys can't do that. And look, it's fine. Stephen got to be real super sensitive. I, I think that's part of the issue to, here. To recall that, like I, I would think, I, you know, not saying that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm impervious to all this other stuff, and you know, I got my feelings hurt before, but I don't recall it being to that, to that level, where you know, I get on a pot. Well, they didn't have podcasts back then, but still, you get where I'm going with this. I do get it, and here's what I think. I think we're not too hard on these guys. And in fact, if if this question was raised 30 years ago, I may have had a different answer. Things have changed. I, I I view most fans today as very pro player, very positive, wanting to see the silver lining in things. I don't I don't think it's like oh angry all the time. I don't feel that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is Philadelphia too hard on its athletes? I we don't believe so. Obviously, some of these guys do. Terrence in Springfield is up. Hey, Terrence. Huge old Kyle, what's up? What's up? Hey, Terrence. What's up, buddy? Man, these players are absolutely soft. Not not soft. It's S-A-W-F-T, soft. Oh, soft with the A. It's a different way of saying I got you. Like, back in the day, 80s, 90s, before technology, we had these players playing with uh, broken ankles, taping it up. Uh, Now now you get a cold. You get a cold or something. And you're ready. You're ready to to call off a game. They're getting time management. This day of technology, you know, these players are are too soft. You got players in the locker room. I think Mark Cuban's whole team. They all got Xboxes. Like they're soft. Like, give me a break. Like we complain. They can complain about everything. They're getting paid millions of dollars to play a kid's game. So like, for for Slay to say that Philadelphia will love you. How you perform on the field, that, that, or on the basketball court? That's that's what we love. And you if know? you and, and when you perform, you are adored. I mean, it's not like it's not halfway either. When you when when players are great here, Terrence, they are loved. They're they're beloved, and you can't call here and give a half ass performance, Darius Slay, to get on there and say that. Man, there, you can't tell me there were other cities that he didn't go to. They they, they didn't talk, talk talk trash to him when he didn't perform. He didn't play Detroit, that he is. Yeah, but he, he did, did he say played. it's the only fans that ever got to him, which I would think includes road fans. I mean, that's that's and, wild to me. And you, you could attest to this. When you go out there and you give your 100% all, the fans of Philadelphia, aren't we behind you? Yeah. I mean, I, that, there's not a, no doubt in my mind that that's – yeah, definitely. So, so these guys, they're soft. Let me give a little a, little, a phrase like what Tobias said. They're soft like crumble cookies. <laughs> It always comes back. Always comes back to the crumble cookie. Terrence, give us a movie we should check out. I don't know if you guys saw this, man, but I feel like this is a pretty good movie. I saw it a couple years ago. Prometheus. Oh, I Prometheus didn't see that. Prometheus was one. a good movie. You saw Hugh? Yes. 
I did see Prometheus. All right. That's one of those ones I can watch again, though. I can definitely watch it All right, we'll check that one out. Terrence, good phone call there. I'm gathering that he was much more of a cultured movie guy than you, Joe. I think so. This is probably going to be more like people giving you recommendations. So I I had a run. I watch a lot of weird movies. I think we've already established Oh, yeah, we know. And the Tubi stuff. Tubi. (laughs) Tubi. (laughs) I would say before kids, I watched more movies. I just like, now I don't have as much time uh, with my kids being young. And so, yeah, I, I would imagine the last... Eight to ten years, Hugh is wasting way more movies than I have. It's just, it just, I, that's my guess. Um, all right, so we have a tweet here from Darius Slay, Hugh. I'm not sure if he's uh, tuning in or he's obviously hearing from people because that clip of the podcast we played, that's you know out mm-hmm. there on social media. So he's probably hearing from people. This is a uh, a tweet from Slay about an hour ago. Uh, I don't know where all the negativity coming from. I love and I love and appreciate all fans of the sport, especially from the two cities I played in. I will never have nothing negative to say about Detroit or Philly. The only thing negative I could say is both cities get too damn cold for me. Some emojis in there. Love you. So Slay's trying to defuse. Um, yeah, look, I'm sure people are annoyed. I'm not annoyed at Slay. He, I don't. He seriously can say whatever he wants. I just don't get it. Like I, I don't. I think they, the current athlete, is misreading this compared to the way it used to be. That's the way I view it. I don't understand why he would come out and say that after. I mean, what do you think? People don't watch the podcast. Well, that's my favorite thing. What, what are you reacting to? Well, the, the content you put out there. Yeah, I mean that's kind of weird. Which you know, hey, if that's how you choose to handle it, that's fine. But when you say stuff like that, it makes people tend to believe that you don't like. The fact that is, you feel like regardless of what you do, it's kind of negative. That's kind of what I, am I wrong for reading it that way? It's confusing, right? You say yes. something and then people react. You can't get mad at the reaction. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's wishy-washy a little bit. Well, it's like he's trying to walk it back a little bit. Yeah. Like he, he said, I have nothing negative to say about Detroit or Philadelphia. But, but he kind of did. Well, say he it. also said they're the only fans that have ever gotten to me. He said that. Those are his words. I, I just think. I, I, it flabbergasts me. It really confuses me that these guys think we're hard on them. I, I don't. Flummoxed. We're flummoxed. We are flummoxed. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Gerald in Germantown. What's up, Gerald? Hey guys, how y'all feeling? Hey Gerald, what's up? Listen, let me pull my uh, my uh, Hollis Thomas and call y'all to a huddle. House, house. Okay. Listen, I I think the fans can go a little overboard. And in 2024, it's a lot of ways that those fans express that through social media. It's okay to boo, to to voice your frustration when the game is not going the way you want and your team is not performing. That's okay. That's, you know, that's part of fandom. But it it, it goes a little too far nowadays, especially with social media, when you can sit behind your phone and type all kinds of vicious things to these players. And then we say, well, they make millions of dollars. So, Gerald, I agree with you on that. And I do think the social media aspect has, has changed this. It's, it's almost like the noise never stops, right? The game ends. Right. So those fans go home that maybe were frustrated and booed, but, the, but it never ends. And, Gerald, I'll, I'll give you a quick personal example. I don't look to see what people say to react to what we say on the show because people on social media tend to be over the top. But, like, once right. in a while I'll see something negative someone says at me or about me. But I don't make that like all Philadelphia fans. I, I don't believe that. Like I, I don't believe every single person feels the way that I think that's what these athletes do. They think all these fans are against them. It might just be one or two or a hundred idiots. Now I don't think he meant that the whole Philadelphia fan base I don't that's not what he's saying. 
What he's saying is it's some really mean and nasty people right. out here that call themselves fans. And, and I agree. I, I'm on social media, and I see some of the comments. You, you know, as a player, if you have a bad game, it's all right to say, you know, Dad, he, he, he stunk tonight. Yeah. But these fans go a little beyond that. They go. They they started making it personal, and that's not right. And I agree with you on that. That's not right. But I don't think that's just Philadelphia. I think that's just the fans, that, right? That's fans. That's fans. Period. I'm not just saying yeah. just Philadelphia, but at Philadelphia, we we a little we we like times two with it. <laughs> yeah, we we a little special, man. Like. We, well, I agree on the special, Gerald. I do, Gerald. That's that's fair. I, the social media stuff does add a layer to it that that probably like it just never ends for them, Gerald. And give then it- the radio, we got a radio station that pop, WIP pop, and it's known. You know, we, we like this is a real radio station. It's known throughout the land, and sometimes some of the hosts can take it a little far and create a narrative and make it the topic of the day and have fans calling in on that. And then it gets personal again on that because I'm a listener. Well, so, I will appreciate you listening. I tend to not believe that the any host here makes things personal. If we don't I think a player's a movie good. For y'all, man, what what movie watch. you got, Gerald? It's, I don't think neither one of y'all see it because it's probably before y'all time. Watch The Thief. The Thief? Watch with James Kind. It's an old movie. Ooh, that if sounds you good. If you gangster movies, if you're in the gangster movies, you know, that, that gangster talk, The Thief, James Kind. The Thief, Gerald. Good phone call there. You it's 1981. That the Thief? No, I've never seen that one. James Kind's heyday back then. Yeah. He's still with us, ain't he? James Kind. No, I've told you. I've told you guys. I, the these, news these are like, not things that we should be working out in real time over the air. so fast that you, you hear about... Google. You hear about yeah, someone passing, right. and then a year later you say, Joe, is that person still with us? And I don't know. We do not want to be whatever that news outlet was that had Joe Frazier visiting the uh, well, the, the library. I James Kahn is, is no longer with, with yeah, us. Yeah, I think, because I, rem- I, I remember that, because uh, his son, Scott, is uh, he does television now. It's, Scott Kahn? Yeah, Scott Kahn, yeah. No, I just remember, because Jam- I, I was a big James Kahn fan. James Kahn was incredible. Yeah, yeah. We, we lost uh, James Kahn 2022. 2022, yeah. yeah. Great actor. All right, Gerald with the thief. I like that one. Okay, let's um let's talk to Michael, who's up next on WIP. Hey, Michael. Hey, Joe, Hugh. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Michael. Yeah. What's up yeah. today? So I wanted to comment about the the harsh, uh, you know, Philly fans and, and and whatnot, right? And I think um, I, I want to link my idea back to to two things that happened recently, right? So I think instead of the word harsh, right, I would use the word accountable. I think we're accountable to our athletes, right? And I link that back to something that A.J. Brown said when he joined uh, WIP, what, on the uh, 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 afternoon show, Yeah, last Friday, yep. yep. Right, in that, in his description, there's two things that you pick out from what he said, right? One of the things that he said was, hey, when you see me on the sideline and I'm emotional, right, you meet, we immediately think that, like, I'm up to something no good, right? But essentially what he's doing is he's holding people accountable, right? So he's emotional, right? He's frustrated on the sideline. He's angered on the sideline, right? Because he's trying to hold people accountable. Same with us, right? When we hold people accountable, we express that emotionally through our podcast, through our booing. It's the same thing, right? And also in that uh, uh, interview that was with them, right, he flat out admitted, right, like players weren't executing, right? So when we see that with our eyeballs, 
right? We, can, we know that, hey, you're not living up to expectations. I'm holding you accountable, and I'm going to boo you, right? Now, I agree with what everyone else says, right? Like, yeah, like, like sometimes that goes too far. Sometimes that's personal. That's not good, right? But, like, it's not just football that we do this with, right? One of my favorite Philly athletes of all time, I love him to death, right? It, I, I want to model my – I wish I played like him, right, is Jimmy Rollins. Right. Jimmy Rollins, NL MVP, brought us the World Series. When he goes, you know, we go. Right. But guess what? When you don't run the first base and I know that you can run the first base and make things happen and whatever, I'm going to boo you. You're, you're not holding your play accountable to the best of your ability. And I think that's what's going on here. Yeah, and to, my... to, Michael, I like that. And to go off your point, like when AJ made his point about you see me on the sideline, I'm emotional. Here's the reason. Like, he's basically asking us to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a bad teammate. I want to win, so you see my emotion. Well, I think yeah. it works the same way the other way. Like, way. Yeah. No, no one dislikes these players because no. they're playing bad. We want them to play better. Yes, 100% correct. Yep. And That's we think exactly they can. Again, they don't boo nobodies. Like, we, we do, the 2016 Phillies didn't get booed. The 2015 Sixers didn't get booed. They, we knew they were bad, but when the team's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be good, well, yeah. then it, the frustration comes out. Michael, give us a movie we should check out. So I like this movie in particular. Uh, it's a suspense thriller. Uh, it's got some big names to it. Uh, it's called Mr. Brooks. It uh, has Kevin Costner in it, right, which I, I, I tend to like what he does. So Kevin Costner's in it. And then obviously, uh, you know, it's always nice to have a leading lady that's a little nice on the eyes. Demi Moore is in it, right? Uh, so good suspense thriller. Uh, two good actors in there, right, and uh, a little eye candy. So Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. You ever see that Came one? Came out in two, 2007. Good stuff, Michael. We appreciate it. I don't think I, I didn't see. I don't Mr. think Brooks. I've seen this one either. Kevin Costner and well respected uh, businessman Earl Brooks has a secret beneath his family man fa- facade lurks a murderous alter ego <laughs> named Marshall Marshall Brooks. I like this addition to a try day. Hugh reads the description of the movie for us. Brooks I, he Marshall Brooks struggles with his addiction to killing, but Marshall enjoys his grisly hobby too much to let go. Finally, Brooks resolves to to commit. To, he resolves to commit one final murder, but a voyeur sees him. Dane Cook witnesses it all. Yeah, that's is it. that your movie voiceover? Yeah, uh, voice? that was a horrible voiceover. We should get way. you to to lay down a, like a trailer. Yeah, you know what? You know what? It what if we did help. a trailer for each team's season and Hugh voices? It, it does. You know what? It doesn't help that I'm blind and I don't have my glasses on. As you see me looking, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm doing my dad used to do how you pull it back so you can see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. You need those librarian glasses. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it doesn't help that I'm blind. So yeah, I, yeah. I just I. Did you purposely do the voice, or did it just come natural? When no, you this is how you do it. Like when I read, it's like almost like I'm doing a dramatic read. You remember that, like in a world yes. filled with <laughs> hatred, in a world yeah. filled with yeah, yeah, that that, that kind of yeah. All right, movie trailers are next. We're gonna get to that. Derek and Paoli, what's up, Derek? How you doing, guys? What's Derek, going on, what's man? up, buddy? You you know what though? I, I mean, like when y'all saying Slay, he's calling out the fan base. I feel like Slade clearly said it's always the same guy who's probably a season ticket holder that's back there that he's – you know what I'm saying? And and I feel like the Philly stigma of, like, this is a blue-collar town, them people that sitting down there in them $2,000 seats, they ain't nothing blue-collar about them. You know what I'm saying? And and these fans do overstep their boundaries a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not taking what he said, like, personal because I'm not one of those fans. You know what I'm saying? But fans do overstep their boundaries with players, you know, all the time because they don't think that 
they're human sometimes. Like, they call them out their name and say this and say that. You saw the ball from Buffalo Bills. He was trying to go up in the stands and fight somebody. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I, and I totally agree. Sometimes people take it too far. No question about yeah. that. But you can't stop people from, from saying stuff about you. That's my point. Nah. Like, as long, long as you don't put your hands on me, you can say what you want to say. Don't put your hands yeah. on me. The reason why I don't take those like those podcasts to me personal because like that that's just the that's just a new thing now. All these guys are trying to prepare themselves for life after football and basketball. So it was just like to me it was like two or three brothers sitting around like having a conversation that could be aired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and, but I but I but Derek, I look at it like this. Now now we all work these jobs. Now, would you sit around like I would never go anywhere on a podcast. Say if I go back to Atlanta and I'm I'm say I'm at the radio station down in Atlanta, and they ask me about Joe and Kyle, and I say, "Well, yeah, you know, I really don't like Joe too much." And da, 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 da. And, and there's some repercussion for me saying that. You, you get what I'm going where I'm going with this? Because because yeah, what, what he's doing is like because all fans aren't like that. And when you hear like when I hear a player say that, man, like immediately I go into like why why is it that your focus is what they're saying about you instead of the task at hand? Like, why are you not focusing on football? Why is that the biggest thing that, that's on your mind is the fact that you're getting booed by some dude that's probably three sheets to the wind that comes to the game and sits there every week? Why does that bother well, you so much? I'm not, I'm not going to say that it bothers them that much, but if you sit – like, you can, you can try to block something out, but if it's a constant in your ear and you, you're going to hear it – like I said, I'm not, I'm not taking it personal, mm-hmm. but I do and, – and my overall – I'm a Philly fan, like the Sixers – I'm more into the Phillies than ever. You know what I mean? I always like the Eagles. And I do think, listening to these callers every day when they call in, like, Hurt sucks and this person sucks. And Embiid's always hurt. You think Embiid always want to be hurt? You know what I'm saying? No, of like, course Embiid not. But, but, he like always, but he is no, always hurt. But he is I hear what you're saying. I get where you're coming like, from. Like, saying, like, but it's sometimes you can't control that, though. Like, he's of course. 72, of course. 280 pounds, plays a wrecking style of basketball. Like, none of us know how it is to be 7'2", 300 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be that coordinated and all that kind of stuff. Like, people here would just be like, he's always hurt and he's this and he's that. That's just like, damn, like, how would you feel if that was you? Well, you're giving it your all when you're being criticized because yeah, it would it would stink, but it would stink. But right? get, but you know what? At the same time, Derek, when he last year when he had a great season, you got uh, nine out of ten fans banging the table saying we got to get him the MVPs, got to get the MVPs, better than Jokic. So it goes both ways. Like if you, I mean, you say nine out of ten, I think it's more like five out of no, ten. No, Derek, I disagree because I I I, dis- I when Pete when he's doing people want to ride. Derek, Derek give us a movie. Give me a movie you got. Uh, you know what? Since you're talking about fans, I'm gonna go back in the day. Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes, the fan. It's that, a, that's a gr- Derek. Right that there. is a great movie. That's a that's a, good, that's a right banger. It, it, yeah. it is a weird movie, Derek. It's a good phone call. It, the fan is a weird movie, but it is good. Um, De Niro plays that. I forget what was his name, Jimmy something, or I'm trying to remember the guy's name in the movie. Yeah, because uh, Wesley's the baseball player, right? Yeah, and he's basically. It's a spoof on Barry Bonds, right? He got the earring on. He signed with the Giants, the big, the big free agent signing. He's he's supposed to be Barry Bonds. Is that what it is? Yeah, because around the same time Bonds went and signed there for the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. And if you see, if you look at Wesley Snipes during the movie, he's got the earring. Remember Bonds used to wear that earring? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But they don't call him Bonds. I forget. The, I'm trying to remember the name of of uh, De Niro's character. That's a it's a weird movie, but it's a good one. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop aboard. 
is Philadelphia too hard on its athletes? It feels to me like some of these guys think that. I, I don't think so. Your movie recommendations on a try day, something you think we haven't seen before. And there's a big myth going on around Kyle Schwarber and the leadoff debate. I'm going to debunk it here. I mean, this myth's gone too far. And could we be getting a glimpse of today of the Phillies opening day lineup? We'll let you know about that. 215-592-9494. Midday show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania as the official sportsbook bet. A sportsbook of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21+. plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.